welcome, welcome to this, our second episode of Memory Unlocked, the show that gives us some space to talk about the suddenly rediscovered people, places, or things that have been stuffed in the corners of our minds for ages. I am one of your designated uh, podcasters, Mr. Mark Boucher, and of course, the other designated podcaster with me is my lovely, li- wow, lovely wife, Kristen. I'm a lovely life as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> she provides a lovely life for me. Mm-hmm. My dear, how are you? I am doing well. Can't complain. Just had some good pizza. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know if for listeners out there, the the MU crew, if you will, um, there's a, a pizza place in this area of the so of the country good. called Blaze Pizza. Yep. Uh, that um, if you don't know anything about me, unfortunately, I've got a food allergy mm-hmm. uh, to where I have to basically eat mostly vegan items. Um, and Blaze Pizza actually has some pretty bomb vegan pizza. Um, tastes like normal pizza. Yeah, it doesn't taste like cardboard and sadness. <laughs> um, it, it actually tastes like real pizza. Um, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kinds of stuff have you been doing this week? So this week... Um, I finished some stuff for one of the the class that I'm in right now. Um, We kind of talked about last week that I'm in a master's of library science degree. Um, And I'm doing one of the, I'm doing just some assignments this week. Um, I'm also working on some sewing projects um, and basically just kind of doing that. Sweet, sweet deal. Well, uh, this week has been birthday week for me. Mm-hmm. Um, well, birthday weekend. Uh, you can probably hear Cisco walking around. So that's the lovely little jingle you hear in the background. Uh, Cisco has decided to... It's not to, just background music. Yeah. <laughs> Cisco has decided to grace us with his presence. Um, that's because he knows mommy and daddy are in the other room. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been birthday week uh, for, for me. So uh, we did a lot of celebrating over the weekend. I uh, went over to Dave and Buster's in so Cary, fun. North Carolina, which is about two and a half hours from where we are, uh, and hung out with some friends of mine, uh, the the Ardwins, Caleb and and Taylor, and his uh, two girls, um, uh, also known as Space Hawk on on the streams. Uh, so you can find him on Twitch. But uh, yeah, it was great being able to get down there and play some games, have some good food, yeah. and meet with good friends i had never been to dave and busters that was so much fun yeah it's it's the closest thing that we have i, I wish there was more of a, mo- a mom and pop type of arcade place yeah. in this area the closest thing is we ha- we have we is would, that we would live there yes we would absolutely we would live, live there. there the closest thing we have is like a it's like a little kitty yeah. like it's like a, a roller rink that has yeah, like no. an arcade and no. stuff and so no, no thanks no um I'm not going there just to play yeah <laughs> plus we would probably be like the oldest people in the room (laughs) so um yeah so it's great to be able to to hang out uh and go to dave and buster's and play some fun games and then uh we went we went to (laughs) we we do food here that's how we celebrate uh, in our family and so uh we went to dinner saturday night for my birthday um at a mexican restaurant that we like to frequent every week basically um, and so had birthday festivities there. And then of course on my birthday, Tuesday evening, uh, we had, uh, dinner at a place called Mellow Mushroom, which is a, a pizza establishment. You may, you may think like, man, they eat a lot of pizza. Listen, I haven't had pizza in <laughs> like almost. He recently well, found out he could have vegan like pizza. Yeah. I haven't had pizza in like three years yeah. and I have been like 
craving it like I was pregnant or something like that. (laughs) Um, And so to know that I can eat pizza now, um, I'm just the floodgates are open. They're 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 open. (laughs) They're very much open. So uh, I was I was pretty pretty thankful to to find places to eat pizza. So pant buttons are open too. So yes, well. We won't talk about that. No. Um, but yeah, so that's been that's been pretty much uh, our week at a glance as uh, just celebrating birthday stuff. And then, of course, at time of recording, tomorrow Yay. is our sixth anniversary. Six, six years. Six wonderful years. Holy moly. Of course, things look a little different this year uh, <laughs> based on where we are, having to move uh, and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so we'll be celebrating this weekend uh, for yep. sure. Super fun. So... Uh, on to uh, the reason for our memory unlocked topic this week. Um, so a few few weeks ago, back in what was it, July? We went to Texas. The end of July. End or, of July. No. Yeah, it was the end of July. Was it? Yes. Yeah, it yes, was the end yes. of July. Um, <laughs> yeah, time is relative. Time is relative. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, back at the end of July, we uh, went on a trip to Texas uh, to visit my wife's extended family, uh, get to meet her dad's side of the family, because her her mom's side of the family lives somewhat close, close. to us. Yeah. So pretty close much her. that's that's all we see is her mom's side of the family. So we decided to take a trip uh, to Texas to go see her dad's side of the family. Yep. And um, there is a little itty-bitty town in Texas called Strawn, Texas, that her dad's family founded. Yep. And um, we went and visited her her great aunt, Shirley, there, um, who takes care of the home that they've had for over 100 years. So that's, that's that home was there when the town, basically one of the towns was built. Right. So they, um, they my, my dad's, my great, 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 grandparents lots of greats yeah lots of greats uh grandparents um basically they were cattle farmers so they all just them and a couple families just parked it yeah and so that house is where we went and they have like generations of stuff there um including little toys yes indeed so we (laughs) uh we were just hanging out at their house and um i came into their little side room which is kind of like an entertainment room playroom kind of thing a den area yes and uh, so, obviously, we were there with my uh, with our nephew uh, K three. We call him K three because he's Kevin the third. Um, and uh, my mother in law was calling us in. She's like, "Hey, K three has something to show you." Mm. And uh, he walks up to me and he hands me this little toy car. And this isn't just any toy car. Um, this was a diecast model car of the Batmobile from the 1989 Batman movie. So cool. Um, and specifically, it was uh, made by a company called Ertl Toys. And man, memory unlocked <laughs> moment threw me way back, all the way back uh, to when I was a kid and had pretty much that exact same toy. Now, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about it in a bit, but I, I basically had the... Um, the Batman Returns model of of the Ertl toys, and mm. you can tell the difference mainly. I mean, it's the same car, yeah. But the difference is the the '89 Batman one. Um, the the logo it has the Batman logo on the top. It's slightly different of the canopy. It's 
um, it's yellow, whereas the returns one is white. Oh, ew. Yeah, well, that was their that was their um, their motif for colors. It no. was like a black and white theming. Um, everything for returns was was black and white, so they went that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but choices were made. Um, but yeah, obviously he threw me through a loop for that, um, and and so that led us into our topic for this week, where we decided to do a little bit of a deep dive into the history of Earl Toys. And uh, also the uh, you know the history of of diecast metal model cars yeah um, which have been around for also over a hundred years yeah um, but yeah that is our topic the Ertl Force One aircraft are so realistic all the boys will want one the Ertl Mighty Movers are so realistic they'll fill your days with fun. The Ertl Wheel Loader is so realistic, even your parents oh, will love it. That's enough. This is not funny. Ertl, just like the real thing, only smaller. All right, Kristen, so go ahead and uh, take it away. What have you got for us? So, Ertl, which was a funny name in and of itself. It sounds like you're trying to say turtle, but you did it wrong. Ertl, um, Ertl. <laughs> Um, Ertl Toys was founded in 1945 by the Ertl family. So Fred, Frederick Ertl, um, which was the dad of this family, um, and his sons made toy replicas, like little toys, and um, in their basement and then sold it out of their car. That's for, insane. Oh, I know. <laughs> Number one, that their last name is Ertl. I wonder right. what nationality that <laughs> is. I have no idea. Um, pro- well, first name's Frederick, so I would think maybe maybe Scottish or something like that. Um, yeah, maybe Irish. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, they they sold it and they did that for a long time, mm-hmm. like uh, until they could basically get their own little location, um, which eventually they were able to do. Um, now you said 1945. Yeah, 1945. So that's, so that's like right after World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they were like repurposing metal and, and stuff from like the war and things like that and then repurposing it for. Yeah, Pro- probably. They were probably doing like having any metal that they could find because they probably had a lot left over. Yeah. Or something like that. Because diecast metal, like the 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 practice of making diecast metal models, that goes back to like 1919. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's it's a long, long time And that's, long I think that's practice. right after World War. World War One. One. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and it's it's so they and it's kind of easy to do once you have the mold that you want to create. The actual the, the process is relatively easy just having keeping in mind you're dealing with molten lead and zinc. But um but yeah, they they did that in their basement for a long time um until they were able to actually get a place, um an actual location. Yeah. Um so it was started by the family. Now when Father Ertl, Daddy Ertl, whatever you want to call him, uh, senior. Um, when he was either later on in life or passed away, I, that wasn't really clear. But his son, Fred Ertl Jr., um, kind of took over. He was on the board for quite some time, the board of the company mm-hmm. of Ertl Toys for quite some time. Yeah. Until he became president in 1970, he was pre- president for almost a year, 1970, 1971. Um, now. 
the Frederick Ertl was in really in the most invested person um, in the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, did I go down a rabbit hole with this guy. Um, That's what we what do I, here on this podcast. <laughs> I, I was reading about him. I, I, and I found his, his obituary and they went into some detail and half of these things I didn't realize existed until I found, I, I read his obituary. Um, he was on the board. Like I said, he was on the board um, after he was with, I mean, after, you know, I think it got, Ertl Toys got passed to someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually, um, um, he was in the hobby industry of American board and he was a pre, he was in, uh, he was the president of that as well. Um, so again, something I didn't realize existed, hobby industry of America. Um, he was in that, he was inducted into the, he was the first inductee into the Hobby Manufacturers Association Legends of Industry in 2008. Congrats to him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he was inducted into the Toy Manufacturers of America Hall of Fame in February of 2000 and the National Farm Toy Hall of Fame in 2005. So... And that's Ertl Jr.? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, still Ertl Jr. Um, So the guy had... Basically, this company had created a passion for, you know, toy, you know, uh, little toys, um, like metal ca- die casting toys, yeah, um, things like that. So he really, he also went down a rabbit hole and, and fell hard for it in a good way. Um, so po- poured his heart and soul into it as well. Um, one of the cool things about, um, you know, him as a person was he, f- he employed juveniles. And oh, okay. was known for once they, you know, stopped working there or something like that. He was known for getting back in touch with them and keeping touch with them after. Um, and many of them, you know, led very good lives, was very successful after that. So that was that was actually really cool. Nice um, way to give back and invest. Yeah. Um, and later, I mean, that and that was, you know, him employing people when he worked there. Later, he created scholarships for, like, high school graduates and things like that. Um, so he really cared about creating a good future um, for kids in general. Um, so just basically saying that, like, if I can do this, you can too. And you always hear that. Like, you always hear, you know, if I can do it, you can too. But in, but he really believed it. He was creating scholarships and you know employing juveniles and things like that. Um, really caring about the community that he was in. So, really kind of a cool guy overall. Yeah. Um, not only did he have a hobby that he got employed by, he you know he really cared about. He wanted other people to find their right. hobbies and be successful in them too. So. Ertl was definitely a, 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 like I said, rabbit hole that I went down. Um, I wanted to, like, research each of them, like the National Farm Toy Hall of Fame. Like, I had no idea. that. Which I believe <laughs> is in the same area as where the company is. It's in Iowa, correct? That, th- well, that I, I don't, I didn't know. I, I realized that, okay, I have something else I, I, I want to actually research the <laughs> research it so that rabbit hole i stopped when i realized podcast research right right yeah um but yeah a lot of different like niche things like he found his niche and he stayed there um now one of the things that's interesting about Ertl toys that i also and that he and he was really big with this as well is that Ertl was the first company to impose toy safety standards 
uh, making the toy industry the first to have self-regulated safety measures. Okay. So they really wanted kids to be safe. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, a lot of those toys back then, they were made with lead, right? And they're sticking that in their mouths and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Not not the... We have a past of of doing things not exactly... Humans did stupid things back in the day. Yeah. And still continue to do stupid things. still continue to do so. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was one of the very first ones. Um, So that industry, think of all the industries that you know, cosmetics, you know, all, all the other industries didn't have self-regulated, but the toy industry, you know, cause their main focus is, is kids. Yeah. So, um, they really wanted to have, have that. And Ertl was the very first one, uh, to impose way that. to pioneer. Right. Exactly. Fred Ertl Jr. And that, yeah. Yeah. He, he was, he was definitely really passionate and that comes through in a lot of what he does in the company and the awards that he was given. So, People definitely saw that as well, which is cool. Awesome. Yeah, I was watching uh, I was watching a video um, just a little bit ago of just the process of, of people making die-cast metal models. Um, and, you know, obviously, unfortunately, I couldn't find one of Ertl specifically. Um, but just watching, like, back in the day when they started, like, back in... Um, they were, they were, I think this video was like from the sixties actually, mm. but like just thinking about, I mean, yes, the, the, the actual molding process, you know, is just zinc and, and yeah. uh, metal and all that kind or of stuff plastic. and, and then yeah. plastic, things like that. Um, and of course, you know, there's, there's automated systems for, um, for just making the molds and cranking them out. Um, but like, you know, you had a person that had to design the model first and then you've got people that quality test the models and, and things like that. And yeah. and they used to paint those models by, by hand. hand. Yeah. And and there were like rows upon rows of of people just hand painting these these toy models. And just me thinking about even the ones that, that I had that were like in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. Hey kids, I'm here to tell you about two extremely famous plumbers. Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. From the Super Mario Bros. movie. You wanna know what makes him super? Cause they triumph over the evil Koopa and his brain sidekicks, Iggy and Spike, using only their plumbing tools, and they battle the Goombas. Koopa's hideous dino human army. Those Goombas are scary. The Super Mario Bros. action figures from Turtle. But don't worry, they're not real. Um, now, Ertl was was really big on on different toy licenses. Um, they, that I read too. Yeah, yeah. like obviously, you know, my background is with Batman. They yeah. had they had a license for DC Comics, uh, cars, and even like toy like figure models. Yeah, it wasn't just cars. Yeah, they did like the Joker, Batman, yeah. things like that. I had when I was a kid. I had the. <laughs> Um, the Batman Returns Batmobile. I had the Bat Ski Boat. I had um, I had the the Batman the Animated Series Batmobile. Oh. I had the Bat Sub uh, from Batman the Animated Series. I had there was like a, a Gotham Police um, helicopter that they made. Mm. Um, so yeah, I had a bunch of different Earl toys and just the intricacies of the of the the oh, models yeah. that they made and and just how like. And the the animated series ones, especially those were like glossy, um, glossy painted, and they were they were really really nice, nicely done, super intricate, and and they're not like, they're not super light things like no. diecast metal. Yeah. Um, typically, when you think diecast metal, like the the head of the of diecast model cars is yeah. is Hot Wheels. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. They are the biggest ones, and those are still those are pretty light. But the the these these ones that Ertl would make, they were pretty hefty. Yeah. Hefty things, um, and they were they were just so well done, um, yeah. so intricate. I kind of want to like people are are selling them on like eBay and stuff like that. I kind of want to. Yeah, I saw a lot of stuff like that, like on eBay, YouTube, like people who would buy it. Yeah. And things like that. Yeah. So um, I may I may uh, scout it out, see if I can find <laughs> those again, because I those are so nice. They are, yeah, and they they last a really they last a long time, obviously. Well, and they and they have to. I was watching a a recent uh, uh you know companies that make it now. It was yeah. a, a company out in Germany, and um they they do a drop test. They just continue to drop the cars over and over and over again to make sure that the integrity of the car is wow. is staying. Because these are kids that are handling these toys, oh, yeah. so they're gonna chuck it know, across the room and win right. the first chance I get. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna endure some some hardships, some <laughs> some uh, tough love. And nothing quite goes through the ringer like a kid's toy. Right. <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, they do all sorts of drop tests. They also do a um, a 24-hour long where they basically put uh, the car in uh, in place on a track and just let like the wheels. Yeah, the on a treadmill, yeah. Yeah. Um, just to let the wheels spin for a long period of time to make sure that they're durable. Um, that's the kind of that's the, <clears throat> that's the kind of, you know, quality testing that they do on those on those cars to make sure that they're nice and strong and durable and even like i used to have um you know the ones i had for the the batman ones like the paint was coming off a little bit but like in a way it looked a lot cooler that way yeah like it'd been used right batman would be using it and like it's metal so it looks really cool even you know when it's losing its paint and things like that Ertl's farm machinery is so realistic, it'll really get your imagination growing. The Ertl Mighty Movers are so realistic, they'll fill your days with fun. Ertl's F-15 fighter jets are so realistic, they'll really lift your imagination off the ground. Ertl, just like the real thing, only smaller. And that's that's really good. You talk you talk we're talking about the intricate details. Like Ertl did, you know, they had they reached out, you had said licensing. They reached out to people like NASCAR and uh like Dukes of Hazard, they did Gremlins, they produced toys for all of that. Yeah. Um Looney Tunes, but, Garfield, Thomas the Tank Engine. But they mostly did agricultural toys. Yeah, that's so their that's their bread and that's butter. That's their yeah, that's their their niche, and it still is. They yeah. mostly do that now. Um, so I mean, you think of all the small details on like a tractor. You don't you, you know all the little you know levers on the inside and and stuff like that that um, are, are on tractors and any type of agricultural toy. Um, now, one thing I didn't realize is that Ertl was the first one to do a tractor. They were the very first company to do a tractor. Huh. So they had not really like perfected it, but they were the very, I saw pictures online, this little red tractor with a guy on it. Um, and you could see like the facial features and stuff like that. Um, that So they had perfected the little details and, and stuff even back then. Um, and so, and, and so that it, they had 
they did so much to try to get it and do it well when they still do um because they have i mean i looked up like ertl toy the tractors now and holy crap they have so much detail on them yeah it's insane and the drop testing the little you know knobs and wheels and all that stuff just stays there which yeah. is crazy and there's still a market for it like obviously you have little little kids boys and girls who want to play play with uh dump trucks and when and you go to like farm store like- farm stores and stuff like that like they'll have you know little john deere tractors and stuff like that yeah. that's that's die cast metal some of them even from from Ertl. so still definitely a um a def- um like a, a market for it even today yeah so yeah. absolutely so what else you got so that well the f- first toy tractor was probably was so interesting to me um because i mean you think who wants to play with the tractor but then you know all the kids especially back then even now like they want to have as much play things as possible to try to throw against the wall and (laughs) stuff like that um but yeah yeah that's really that's all i found looking for ertl there's not that much on it like i went to like the wikipedia page which you know usually it has a lot of great information but nothing you know it, it even the Ertl website had just a bunch of tractors yeah it's very it's very limited <laughs> it's a very in terms niche of... <laughs> which is crazy to me because um you have things like um you said hot wheels that's that's still i believe die casting yep um so that's still that's still a thing but yeah not too much information on Ertl. um the most information that i got from from you know fred Ertl jr um was well, like i said from his obituary um when he passed away in 2017 uh, August of 2017. Now I saw I saw today they actually they've been bought out. I'm assuming this is recent like since R2 or was it uh, well they were they were bought by by R2 um, back in the 90s I believe and then uh, more recently I think this has been just since uh, uh, Fred Ertl Jr. passed away. Yeah. Um, the company was bought out by a company called Tommy Toys. Yes. Okay. Which Tommy Toys like? Oh yeah. You think like, uh, t- at least in my mind, you think like preschool toys and and like very simple type stuff. Um, you know, like two to three year old toys. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily think, you know, detailed diecast <laughs> models, but yeah. Um, but yeah, they were they were bought out by Tommy, and they are still a, a an arm of that company today. Yeah. Um, and they're still making tractors, which is great because they, you know, they have a niche. They stuck with it. They've stuck with it for since 1945. So yeah, still, still at it. I don't know how much like licensing and things like they they have now. Yeah. Um, but definitely when you go to their website, it's mostly just different types of tractors and agricultural toys and things like that. So, um, it's a really good, really good at that specific thing, but also obviously other things as well. Um, yeah, so apparently they make bicycles too. Okay. <laughs> like kids' bikes. I'm just looking at, at these different videos that I'm seeing on their website and uh yeah, they make apparently they make bikes, kids' bikes too. Um but yeah, it's mainly it looks like just just uh farming equipment. I think Ertl was the one who really was like maybe the visionary um and wanted to get into all these different types of, of things. Um, besides their niche, um, like Batman and Gremlins and, and uh, Thomas the uh, 
uh, train engine. Is that right? Thomas yeah, Thomas, Thomas the tank engine. Tank yeah. engine. <laughs> you can see you see how long I've played with that. Right. Um, but they did that as well. Uh, but I think he was the one who was really good at the, the licensing and um, what's one interesting story I found that was kind of funny was for NASCAR. Um, Ertl actually used to do uh, stock car racing. Really. And so when he was in the licensing agreements with NASCAR, they let him drive around the track, a NASCAR track once in a NASCAR. That's sweet. So he, he, he was definitely an interesting person, um, but he became really good friends with the head of NASCAR at the time. Um, so he kind of got in and was like, hey, can I, can I do this, please? <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I drive this, please? <laughs> I have a history of driving really fast cars. <laughs> so, so, yeah. All right. Yeah, everything clear for you? Yeah, okay. yeah. It was over, overall really interesting. I didn't have any Ertl toys when I was younger. I don't think oh, I yeah. played with Barbies and tore the heads off of them. So, <laughs> other than that, I don't think I had I'm any I'm concerned Ertl about toys. you now. What? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, both, you can ask my mom, both my sister and I both tore Bobby heads off of, that, that's not the point. Um, <laughs> the point is I don't have anything else for Ertl toys. <laughs> and moving on. In the heartland of America, there's a big job to be done. Ertl's Dairy Barn set is a real nice spread. There's lots to do, livestock to tend. You're the rancher who does the job fine. Milk your cows as they stand in line. Ertl's Farm Country train set's coming through. There's a real train track and an engineer, too. A forklift helps with the heavy loads. For real train fun, it's all aboard. Ertl makes them just like the real thing, only small. Well, all right. Uh, uh, there you have it. Uh, that is a deep dive into the history of a long time uh, toy making business since back during the days of World War One. Uh, something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, you know, just the the toys that I had when I was a, a child. Uh, I was going to say those... World War One or the toys. No, 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 <laughs> no. World War One is not near and dear to my heart. Um, no, but. The, the toys that I had when I was a child and obviously uh, my nephew handing that to me uh, brought, up, brought up a lot of nostalgic feelings, of course. So um, with that, um, we have gone into this deep dive of Ertl Toys. Uh, you know, if you like what you hear uh, and uh, want to continue to support us, of course, you can follow us via our social media channels. Um, you can actually find uh, all of our social media and uh, links to uh, our podcast on different podcast services uh, via the one link, uh, which is linktree.com slash memoryunlockedpod. And uh, another way that you can support us for sure is uh, if you like what you hear, you can certainly rate and review us on the different podcast platforms, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Podchaser, uh, Spotify, uh, wherever you can rate and review, um, you know, let us know what you think. Let us know, yeah. uh, what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we're doing everything well. Um, but, uh, let us know what you think, uh, cause that certainly brings more attention to the podcast. Uh, and also, um, we are extending, uh, something to you as well, dear MU crew. Uh, you know, we want you to write into us via uh, social media channels and things like that. 
let us know if you have any memory unlocked memories that you've recently experienced. Yeah. And uh, we may use it for a future episode. Lead us down that rabbit hole. Yeah. We, we love on. the rabbit hole. Uh, we want to we want to keep uh, slapping that nostalgia button. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely submit some to us and we uh, may look into using that for the future. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So for my lovely wife, Kristen, Hello. and myself, mm-hmm. thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. And congratulations. You've just experienced another memory unlocked. unlocked.